Hello, and welcome back to the Keep Your Head Up podcast. I'm your host, Shakir, and today I'm joined with the queen, Lily Landeros. Say hello. Hi, everyone. I'm Lily. I'm Get a School with Shakir. <laughs> nice to be on. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, what are we talking about today? Gender equality or inequality, I guess, more specifically. Women mm-hmm. and inequality. I think that's the... I think that's the move. Gotcha, gotcha. So, what is gender inequality for younger viewers? I would say gender inequality is a disparity between rights and a disparity of respect between genders. And um, I think it's just been instilled, and I do think it's passed down through generation and generation. And unfortunately, it's just in our nation's history and our people and our at the core of who many people are that's what they believe so i think it's just a passed down belief um it's not a science it's not a it's nothing specific it's nothing scientific it's just a belief and that's really all it is at the core gotcha. and like that was actually one of my questions like do you think it's people like hanging on to old traditions and just trying to live in the past and just trying to keep that going so yeah more that type of thing Absolutely. I think, I think it's refusal. I think it comes down to refusal. Like you, I, when I talk to people that don't believe in gender equality, they just refuse to believe in it. It's not for any. Wait, so like, what are like, what are those like conversations go like? You just, just like, it's not a thing. It's. Yeah. They don't think it's, well, they think, I think most people that I talk to think that it's not, it's not existent anymore. Like it was a thing in the past. It, it was. How far past? Uh, probably told when women began to vote. Um, that was a hundred years oh, so ago. They, just, they think just then, like that's when, like yeah, it's all they, been equal since. Yeah, they think that you know we live in modern times and gender equality is is achieved. That is not the reality. I think a simple look at our government, a simple look at any <laughs> professional setting, you can see that that's not correct. But I think many people believe that unfortunately yeah so what does it look like today with the gender equality what are like some examples like where it's like still shown yeah so the number one thing that i that comes to my mind is the government um um as just a simple look at at our government and at our system is just so so heavily overturned and outweighed by men and Mm -hmm. that is crazy to me because our government is supposed to be representative it's supposed to be inclusive and it's not for so many i how am i supposed to feel inclusive when there are just white old men making laws for my life and that's the truth so i think that's what i notice it um and and so many professions that you look at um you know when it comes to corporate laws corporate jobs um, women in technology, women in engineering, women in science, it's as, as, as big as um, an improvement there has been, we're still so far. We're still so yeah. far. So like we're moving in the right direction just very slowly at this point. Yeah, very slowly. But then there are so many times where I feel like we, we, we take a step backwards because it doesn't just translate into jobs. It translates into treatment. I think that's what it, what it comes down is to me is the treatment and how women are perceived and when a woman becomes it comes into a field that's predominantly dominated by men and it's a shocking thing that a woman is in the field it shouldn't be shocking anymore 
it, it, we need to get yeah. to a place where it's just another, another thing. And I don't think we're at that place yeah. at all. Okay. All right. Well, I was going to say this next question, like toward the end, but since you kind of brought up the government and all that, uh, what does it mean to you that we have a female vice president elect? Everything. It means absolutely everything to me. Um, excuse me. Watching when Kamala Harris got elected and she gave her speech, I think I texted you, <laughs> but yeah. I was. You're pretty emotional. At the I time. was crying quite a lot. And I, and mm-hmm. I, I was sitting next to my mom and my sister was in Chicago watching at the same time. And, um, and I watched her get up there and give a speech about how she's now the vice president. And I just could not stop crying. Um, and the reason for that is I feel like one, I'm a part of history is that I'm, I'm so grateful that in my lifetime, I get to see a woman vice president. It's a huge, the other part of that is there's so many countries out there. And I know there's so many little girls out there where their, their government doesn't have any, any women in it at all. And they don't get the choice. And so part of me feels so grateful for that. But the other part of me is just so excited because one, I love Kamala Harris. I, she is just so smart and so well-spoken and just everything I aspire to be. And yeah, I, it was, it's really, really, really amazing to me and really important. And I just can't help, but my heart feels full and excited. And, and I'm looking forward to eight years when, you know, maybe she'll be president, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, it, it, Possibly. It reinstills the belief that maybe we have a vice president, but someday we will have a president. And that will be everything. And For sure. And, like, the way, like, we're moving, it seems like eventually we will have one or two, like, probably in our life. Probably more oh, yeah. than that. Yeah, I'm it. excited. And, and I hope um, one day I, I have daughters where I can say, like, where many women presidents will be elected and there will be many women in our government and my daughter's can I can say like this isn't this is normal for you like this is, it doesn't have to be out of the blue for them like, it's just a norm and I hope that that's I yeah. just in my heart I know that that's gonna happen someday and hopefully soon you know I think I think we need it and also I, I the other thing that I think we needed is women bring such a different perspective to everything they 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 will bring a different perspective there's different thought process I mean biologically men and women they they think differently there's different emotions in that and wouldn't you want that maybe in a government? I mean, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, like have like different like perspectives, Correct. like not like all like people like green or like seeing things in like the same viewpoint, right. but like have like the, those different perspectives being able to like come together and like mm-hmm. see things which would work like in the way that like best fits for everyone. Right. right. And I think that's the other thing is it's not a bad thing to have different people on to have different. Rep- it's not a bad thing to have different opinions and if anything, it makes us stronger. And that's what I think that comes down to, too, for me, is I think we will be stronger when we get women on board in, in the government and in these high official power roles because we we can expand. We can just expand our ideas. We can expand our knowledge instead of being limited to white men. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's also the other thing is let's expand our beliefs. Let's expand our knowledge instead of feeling limited to this one type. For sure. All right. Well, we were kind of talking about the government level Mm -hmm. for a while, but is there like gender inequalities in like the schools and like lower levels like that type of thing? Yeah. I think um, on reverse side, not talking about women, maybe talking about men is in education. It is a it is um, overall 
done by women education teachers it's overall yeah. done by women and um i i have to say that i have I, i'll be the first to admit i do have bias when it comes to my male teachers um it, it can be hard for me sometimes when i'm taught by a male teacher because maybe i don't connect with them as well maybe it's hard for me to learn from mm. them and um if i have a really good male teacher i will be honest it's a rarity um, I've had a few male, I've had, a, I've had a good handful of male teachers in my life. And I think I've had one that I have actually right now that is, is a good one. So I, I think that's hard. To, the one standout. The one standout. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's, that's tough. I think that's definitely an inequality I see, but the other inequality I see is, um, when it comes to the classroom, I have always felt like maybe this is just me, but I think there are other girls that feel this way. I feel like I've always had to work that much harder to assert that I know what I'm doing or I know what I'm talking about. Um, and I, Can you yeah. Like, yeah, elaborate on Yeah, that, and yeah. I feel this way so, so much. And it might just be my own insecurities, but um, if I speak up in a class or I say what I'm thinking in a classroom or I contribute my thoughts or my commentary, I don't, walk away feeling like um, I was smart or I was educated or I was making a good commentary. A lot of times I walk away feeling like, did I say the wrong thing? Because I have been made so many different times in the classroom by um, my male peers and maybe not intentionally, just how it was. But so many times have I felt like mm -hmm. I have made comments that weren't good or weren't correct or weren't necessary and it's hard I think in the classroom girls have to have to prove that they're smart have to prove that they work just as hard just have to prove that they study and they and they do just as well because so many times there there is this bias that they don't even know what's going on the boys don't even know they're doing but it happens and that's it's hard for sure and it's also hard um i've noticed when i have my male teachers is you know it's so easy for them to connect to the boys and like hey chum up chum up chum up and you know <laughs> like yeah and that's good that's i'm so great grateful for them but it's also hard to be a girl sometimes i think when that happens is i'm not i want to be buddies with you too and i'm not the star basketball athlete mm -hmm. i'm just a student in your class like you know I think that's that's something I've noticed for sure and I want to come off smart and and well-spoken and not just like a stupid girl do you all right so going back to like about like the comments you're saying like is that like only like towards your male peers you feel that way or like towards like like your female peers yeah. as well like do you feel like they're like better understanding and think like you know what you're talking about or is it or is it both yeah. sides I mean I think that's another thing and what I think about a lot is women put so much pressure on themselves but also on other women and it is a horrible thing we do it is a horrible habit um women are so critical of each other and of themselves it's really bad and i don't know i don't know i'm obviously not a boy i don't see it as much between boys and men but women they really really criticize each other so i think that's the other thing is not only can you feel this immense pressure from boys and men in the professional setting and in the in the classroom but I can feel it a lot from girls and we all want to prove it and I can feel that pressure a lot too and uh, an example of this is um I'm involved in mock trial at my school I 
do a lot of public speaking. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite things to do. And um, an area that I do is actually almost like debate where it's just me and one other person and giving our arguments. And when I feel, when I have a girl next to me debating the other side, I just feel like 10 times calmer. I'm, you know, I know that she's going to bring it. She's going to kill it. But so many times I have a male judge and I just feel like, and I have a guy next to me arguing, I already feel like this is gonna, this is not going to go well. And, um, I don't know why. I think it's a bias instilled in me as much as there's a bias instilled in other people Mm. about gender. There is a bias instilled in me that I have to work harder and. So it's like that bias that's like already like going around. It's like kind of puts more pressure on you in a way kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to get to a place where I don't feel that pressure. I don't feel like, oh, God, I need to prove myself or I need to, you know, I'd like to believe in all men that all men are really respectful and and, um, and don't have those biases. But, you know, so there's kind of like two parts to it. Like, it's just like the men need to be better, but also like the women need to be like empowering each other yeah. at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. All right. Um. So what would gender equality look to you? We kind of like just say it, but like in the future, where would you, what would you see like gender equality? Like what would it be looking like in the future? Hmm. I don't know if I worded no, that. No, yeah, that's a good but... question. <laughs> um, to me, gender equality would look like every single type of job you see done by a man, you see equally done by a woman. You see so many women receptionists, you'll see just as many men receptionists. You know what I'm saying? You see equal yeah. men in the, you see equal men in government as you do in women. Um, we don't have whatever all all these presidents and then one woman. We have 50 you know more than 50 male presidents and then 50 more women and it's and also I equality to me would look like no arguing over over rights when it comes to abortion when it comes to when it comes to women's health care there should there would be no mm-hmm. argument over that because that's equality arguing over a gender's health care because of their gender that's not equality that's 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 prejudice i mean that's what it comes down yeah. to why are men arguing about women's rights that makes zero sense zero common sense that's what equality would look like to me mm-hmm. or women can make those decisions for themselves and I think equality to me would, um, yeah, what I talked about, having my daughters or future generations be able to go into a classroom, be able to go into a professional setting and know in their heart of hearts that that person is going to give them a job or what they deserve because they're qualified, not because they're not a woman or not because they're not a man, because they deserve mm-hmm. it, because they're qualified for it. And if they don't get it, they're going to know that that's not why they didn't get it that's what equality is to me because like I said I think it's taught it is 100% the same with same with racial prejudice it's taught it is mm-hmm. it is passed yeah. down nobody is born and says I hate women or I hate black people no one's born and says that no kid is mm-hmm. says that when you look at studies I don't know if you've ever seen these studies but you know they show little kids pictures of black women pictures of white men and you know all these different things and the kids already know at that age when they say which one's the nice one and they point to the white people they already know that's installed in them they aren't born that way that's their parents Mm -hmm. so that's the thing is like you have to teach this behavior you don't this isn't born with you it's taught and 
I, tr I am grateful that I was raised in a house with mostly women and I was grateful that I was taught from a young age from both my parents and, and my father that I can do anything I want and no matter what I put my mind to and I'm very grateful for that because I know there's so many people out there and so many girls out there that aren't taught that and I'm grateful for that but there's you know it's taught and I want to make sure that the future generations are taught what's correct, you know. Preach. Mm -hmm. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what what are like some like the rights for women that are like still like up in the air, like just being argued about most? You already mentioned like yeah. one. I mean, I think abortion would probably be the biggest one um, for me uh, or uh, mm -hmm. right now. Um, that's what comes to mind. Um, the women's right to choose. That is just basic equality. That is, that's just basic human rights when it comes down to it, in my opinion. And I, I respect um, the other side. Um, I was raised in a Christian household and I, I do respect the fact that it, it seems immoral to people, but um, mm -hmm. ultimately I don't think that it's other people's decisions. I think it's your own decisions to make. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, I, I, um, when it comes to crime, when it comes to things like that, there is a lot of bias towards men when it comes to crime, when it comes to incarceration rates, things like that. And that's something I've been studying recently. And women are given such a pass, almost so much less, so many um, less women in jails and incarceration rates. Um, mm -hmm. That's problematic for sure. So I think that too. And the other thing, the final thing is. Um, when it comes to the when it comes to court of law, when women bring cases, specifically rape cases, that is something that needs to be looked into heavily. There's just thousands mm -hmm. of rape kits backlogged. There's thousands of women that get um, that aren't believed. The thing that comes to mind is the Brock Turner case. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, Stanford swimmer raped a girl, um, got off for jail, no harm done because he was an athlete, because he was a swimmer, because he had his whole life ahead of him. It's and just, just let, let him go. go. It's things like that that um, that that's that's inequality at its finest. If someone is traumatized and you know, and you can't pay that price, and because he's a guy and he, he has a whole life ahead of him, let's look into that. And then on the flip side of that, let's look into the men that were that uh, you know. There's so many men out there too that that need to be looked into too, and women are just assumed to be innocent. They, you know, it goes both ways. So that's also mm -hmm. a huge part yeah. of it is equality in our in our system. That's huge to me. Gotcha. Well, this kind of leads into one of the last, one of the other things we were just talking about, but like, what is toxic masculinity? Ah. Ah. Um, yes. Toxic masculinity to me is the idea to over assert yourself that you are a man, that you would have, and, and this idea of manliness or whatever that means. Um, uh, manliness isn't one thing it's it's so many different things um what i see it a lot is when it comes to emotions you know so many boys and men are so afraid to show their emotions and show how they feel and when that is happens that's toxic masculinity um saying that it's not manly um the other way is like body image saying that one way you look is manly and the other way is not that's not true that's thick and um, this is not a term that is liberal or um, 
things like that. And it's, it's just basic. And um, it goes the same way with females Mm -hmm. too. I mean, there's not one way to look feminine. There's not one way to act feminine. And that's, that's toxic as well. Um, The other way I see toxic masculinity is that term of mansplaining. Hate that. Absolutely hate that. Um, that's like if I, you know, ask a simple question or or not even ask and a person, man, man, <laughs> starts explaining something to me. That's toxic. Um, it's just this idea of over asserting yourself and um, and showing how manly you are based off of a preconceived notion, because manliness can come in mm-hmm. so many different forms. And I also think to women, like if you're a kind, if you're a kind man, and you and um, you're thoughtful, that's so manly. If you are caring and dedicated, that's so manly, you know? And it's it's so many mm-hmm. different traits yeah. that our media and our society doesn't classify as manly, which... This is like kind of like stereotyped into like just like one yeah. version of it. It's like, this is like the definition, yeah. but like really... Man- manliness is what you make it to be and um, not, not mm-hmm. a societal thing in my opinion. Gotcha. Um, have you encountered or like seen toxic masculinity? Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. Would you want to share? Or- yeah, I mean, I think teenage boys—not to call you out—teenage <laughs> girls. Oh. The you don't know who you are, so you are trying to fit into what you think is right. And um, so many teenage boys mm-hmm. have toxic masculinity, and unfortunately, that's. I give them a little bit of a pass. They don't know who they are. They don't know who they figure out yet. And that's okay. Um, but I, I see that a lot. Um, I I see it a lot in sports, boys in sports. Um, mm-hmm. I watch a lot of boys sports. <laughs> I watch hours of boys sports because of cheer. I watch hours of football. I watch yeah. hours of boys basketball. And... Um, I think it's, I think when you're on a team dynamic like that, there is this push to show that you're manly. I mean, you can attest to this. You, you, you're always wanting to assert yourself maybe on the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and that is, I think, something I've witnessed when it comes to that. Um, uh, I think that's the biggest place I've witnessed toxic masculinity. Unfortunately, I, I think it's a concept that is getting more talked about, which is good. Um, I think women mm-hmm. as generations have gone on have been very vocal about being like I don't need a man to be manly I just want a man to be nice and listen you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I think that's also part yeah. of it too is it's another learned thing I mean all of this is just learned behavior unfortunately and yeah it's just like just passed down yeah. from like generations yeah. and so on and so on uh, so what would you say to men who like try to see themselves as like was he like do the overly manly thing or just you know try to see themselves like mm-hmm. above women like what would you like i would say, say what are them? you hiding from i would say why are you <laughs> hiding from yourself because i think that that's what it is i think mm. if you have to assert yourself as a certain way you're hiding from something and you're hiding from yourself and um it's okay to be yourself if you are not a manly guy quote unquote who cares like <laughs> it doesn't matter it's like just be just you, be you. just being your gender or what you associate associate as that's that's being manly or feminine enough there's no there's no notion and it's mm-hmm. i mean i struggle with it too i feel so many times that i'm not feminine enough or i don't fit the stereotype it is such a hard thing to to grapple with and i i i think i i have sympathy for men that um 
that are like that because I know that they're struggling. I know they don't. I know they don't know who they are, and they are struggling. It's like a, it's a yeah, shared struggle. For sure. Absolutely, basically, for sure. Well, so so kind of already answered like my last question. Like the best way for these individuals to change for the better is just like to know themselves and just be who they really are and not try to fake yeah. it. Um, I think the best way for change to happen in general is to listen. The The only way I think change happens is by listening and um, not being closed-minded. Um, I, I consider yeah. myself to be pretty open-minded, but then there are other times where I'm like, I can't believe they're a this supporter. I can't believe they do this, you know? And and I, I, have, to, I have to stop myself yeah. and say, hey, there's a reason behind that. You know, they maybe don't know any better. You know, maybe they're closed-minded. Maybe they they can't be open-minded. You have to. That's the only way that change happens is being open-minded to other people's perspectives. And that's that's that is how we will change as a society. We will flip these biases because if we don't listen to each other, how will we change? If we continue like this of being like, well, they are a Trump supporter. They're a Biden Mm -hmm. supporter. They support guns. They don't. Well, I hate them. Like we're never gonna, we're never gonna go anywhere <laughs> ever. We never are. And yeah, or else we're just gonna like yeah. just stay. And divided. we're just gonna stay in this place of hurt, honestly. So yeah, that's and for I sure. I hope nothing huge happens for us to come to terms like that. But um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, any other things you no. want to talk about? Um, I think that's that's all the questions I have. Like any other comments um, or things you want to tell the audience listening what is it be, be nice to each other stay safe wear a mask for <laughs> sure down. indeed shoot all right well thank you lily so much for being on the podcast thanks for having me um and that is for sure uh well well folks that's it for the podcast keep Remember your head kids? Up. that's right bye